good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. The Uptime Punks are back. Yes, it's been a bit of a break and we have come back home um, because we're back in Frankfurt um, or better uh, put better the region of uh, Frankfurt and the Rhine-Main. And today we actually want to talk about what makes this region so great because it's a big technology hub and um, what better way to talk about the advantages of this region than with the CEO of the local investment agency. Um, uh, our guest today is Eric Menges. Hi, Eric. How are you doing? Hey, I'm pretty good. Excellent. Fantastic. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, it's great to have you on the podcast because there's a number of reasons we wanted to have you as a guest um, today. Um, first of all, your partner in crime and our partner in crime, Jan Fiedler, has been working with us um, uh, the last couple months um, on, 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 on the tech shows that are going to happen uh, on the 11th and 12th of May. Uh, little promo window here. Cloud Expo Europe, Big Data World and Data Center World. And uh, as tech shows uh, in Frankfurt, we want to highlight the importance of the region as a tech and investment hub. And not only promote, obviously, the show for visitors, but also kind of showcase why we chose Frankfurt as a location for this event. Um, because some of our listeners may know that Paul and I not only do podcasts, but our day job is actually organizing tech events. And today we are going to link these two and uh, talk a little bit about Frankfurt. So, Eric, um, just very briefly, let's talk a little bit about um, what's your role at uh, Frankfurt Rhein-Main and then directly start with the first question. Why do you think Frankfurt is or could be or will become, depending on your opinion, why is Frankfurt uh, Europe's hub for digital transformation? Hmm. Well, um, well, first of all, about myself, um, I'm a born and bred Frankfurter, so I grew up in the Frankfurt Rhine-Main area, um, but I've, um, I've, I've lived outside of Frankfurt, lived in, in Australia, lived in, in France, um, lived in the UK, and um, so after a while I came back to Frankfurt um, because I thought this is where I want to raise my kids. This is where I want to spend the, the biggest part of my life. Um, and it's been a good decision so far, I have to say. Um, the role that I have is as the CEO of the investment attraction agency is to convince foreign companies when they think about doing business in Europe, they think about Germany. And when they think about Germany, we want them to consider the Frankfurt area um, the greater area around the city of Frankfurt and the two rivers, the Rhine and the Main, that sort of roughly a circle of 30 minutes around Frankfurt International Airport is the region that we cover. We want them to consider that region for setting up an operation. And we help them, we support them, we facilitate, um, and, uh, and we've been very successful. So, um, you know, uh, every, every year we have an odd 30 to 40 companies setting up shop in the Frankfurt Rhine-Main area. And a lot of these companies are actually tech-based. Um, and um, uh, obviously increasingly over the last few years, um, uh, data centers have played a big part in, in what we do. 
um, and we are, but we are dealing with all sorts of tech companies, be it you know fintech or be it cyber tech and, and, and uh, cybersecurity. Um, uh, a lot of a lot of investment, a lot of companies coming out of places like the United States, uh, China, uh, and, and we deal with all of them. So we, we deal with companies from around the world and try and help them set up in the Frankfurt Rhine-Mine area. So um, that brings me to the question, why would they consider Frankfurt in our area for uh, setting up an operation if there are a tech company? Because obviously people know Frankfurt uh, as a place with a, a, a big airport um, and a big financial center. And you know, obviously as part of the whole Brexit uh, story, uh, Frankfurt became even more popular as a place for financial services. But financial services are directly connected to tech. Uh, and so much is driven uh, from by financial services. Uh, just to give you an example, if you look at um, the stock exchange, I mean, this is the, the old days of where, you know, of, of, of uh, it, it, the movie Trading Places, where you're sort of yelling and screaming at each other and you're exchanging pieces of paper. They, these days are long gone. The stock exchange and the Deutsche Börse, this is one of the biggest tech companies we have. It's all tech, it's all data, it's all IT. Um, and, and, and a lot of the development is driven by the financial services industry um, because obviously um, speed in transmitting information, in transmitting data is absolutely essential to the financial service industry. And that's why a lot of the tech developments um, have evolved out of and together with the financial services cluster that we have in the greater Frankfurt Rhine-Main area. Okay. And that combined with a with a with a decision sometime in the past to put uh, to plant a major a major cable into underneath the ground in Frankfurt um, that is now developed into the world's largest internet exchange point, the Dickicks. Yes, shout yes, out to Tom Yes, yeah, Thomas shout King. Out to them. Shout <laughs> out to Thomas King. So uh, there's a couple of keywords you mentioned here, like speed, financial centers, um, and obviously D kicks uh, going along with with the the, the speed. Um, are there any more factors that make Frankfurt so competitive against other cities like London, Paris? Um, you know, I don't know if it's still mentionable, but Hong Kong maybe um, and other and other um, hubs in the world. What I mean, let me just butt in. For, for, for me, I see like Frankfurt as sort of a bridgeway to Europe, right? Because you oh, have yeah. the US the and the West and then yeah. gateway to Europe, right? You're just in the middle, just the connecting hub between the West and the East. Is that sort of how a lot of businesses see it or? No, absolutely. I mean, um, um, you know, if you, if, you look at, if you look at Singapore, uh, or Hong Kong as an access to the Asia Pacific, uh, Frankfurt is clearly a, a, an access and a gateway to Germany, but obviously also the European markets. So definitely, I mean, a lot of the companies that we have here um, are not necessarily represented um, representative of a specific industry sector. So, you know, to give an example, um, the, the European headquarters of LG and Samsung are based here uh, uh, in the Frankfurt Rhine-Main area, but we don't make consumer electronics in the Frankfurt Rhine-Main area. So 
the reason why they're here is the connectivity to their home base, be it Korea, Japan, or China. And at the same time, the connectivity via road, rail, or air um, to their um, European client base. Um, comparing us to London and Paris is always very difficult because these places are the, head, are the, are the, are the capitals of pretty much centralized countries. And Germany is a very decentralized country. You look at, uh, you know, people know, everybody knows Berlin, you know. <clears throat> Berlin is where the German government is based. Obviously has a thriving startup um, ecosystem, <clears throat> but the large corporate headquarters are somewhere else. Um, then you have places like Munich and you have, you know, Frankfurt and Cologne, so very decentralized. And in that decentralized world, Frankfurt is easily the most international place where uh, a lot of these big corporate companies from around the world come together. So um, much smaller scale than, you know, compared to places like London or Paris. Um, but at the same time, uh, everything is, is, is nonetheless available, whether it's tech skills, whether it's uh, uh, whether it's research, whether it's logistics, whether it's life science, whether it's, it's all here on a much smaller scale than Paris or London, um, but makes it much more accessible also. Um, okay. you know. and, and, and scale is, a, is, a, is, a, is another great keyword because Paul and I, we've just like, um, we, we've always looked at Frankfurt as kind of also the data center hub, and we've mentioned that I think at the moment we have at least like around 60 or 70 co-location data centers around in and around Frankfurt and or I think even in the region. And um, it's kind of an explosive growth in the last couple of years in, 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 in the data center sector, um, but also obviously in other sectors. So how much more growth do you think you can expect in the region, like when it comes to data centers, when it comes to companies settling down um, and open uh, shops, uh, when it comes to um, when it comes to traffic uh, in general, when it comes to traffic as in the internet node, for example, or yeah, just the, the economic growth as well. Do you have any like forecasting or predictions um, in that regard? Um, all our predictions and forecasts have gone down the drain <laughs> due to the recent developments. Uh, so very, very difficult. If you would have asked me a few years ago, I would have said, look, you know, massive growth for sure. Um, but now we've had COVID. Um, I'm pretty sure we're going to recover very well from COVID. We can already see that. I mean, all through those two years of uncertainty, occasional lockdowns and, and, and restrictions, um, we have never stopped setting up new companies here in the Frankfurt Rhine-Mine area. So there's been, you know, when, when, when COVID first sort of appeared on the horizon, we were quite worried that this would impact our, our particular role um, of attracting foreign companies, but it hasn't stopped at all. Actually, it's been increasing. And already this year, um, 2022, um, we're already doing, you know, much better again than we did last year. So the trend is very, very positive. How strong it is going to be, I think, is very difficult to assess at this point in time. 
When it comes to data centers, um, I think we have to admit that there are some challenges connected to data centers as well. I mean, we've had this dramatic growth, um, also driven by Brexit and you know data protection um, legislation in the EU. Uh, and with Frankfurt having the largest internet node, I mean, it was a natural, the natural choice to put your data center in or near uh, the DKIX uh, data hub. Um, so that, that the, the growth has been very, very strong and very um, uh, almost dramatic. Um, but now we are seeing that with so many things, you have to look at uh, the, the, the whole picture. So you have to look at what does it mean for the population? What is it, how, how is the local power supply going to cope? What is it going to mean for land prices and land availability? To the extent that the city of Frankfurt is now making some serious considerations of where they are, um, where they are making land available for um, for data centers, but at the same time, the, the 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 companies that we've been dealing with have been now moving been moving into the greater region, so into the into the counties and the, the cities around Frankfurt, and we've had some big uh, announcements, uh, you know, in places like Hanau. And, Hattersheim and a few other uh, places um, that are, you know, 15, 20 minutes away from the, the big kicks in terms of road travel or, you know, not, not internet speed. Um, so if you ask me, if you ask me, um, what is the growth going to be like? I think it's going definitely going to slow down because simply the, the land's not as available and um, there will certainly be more politicians asking for um, for certain conditions in terms of you know what is this data center going to look like where's the power going to come from where's the heat going to go all these topics where in the you know in the early years people just said well let's just put up a data center now people have smartened uh, become much smarter politicians have begun to understand better what it means. Um, the population uh, is looking at data centers as, what does it mean for us? Is it just a big, um, you know, ugly gray building or can we actually do something with it? We make it look nicer, green, or there's a hundred questions that you may want to ask. And I think these questions are being asked at this point in time. So slow, slower than before, but certainly already the requests that we are seeing that are coming in, um, it, it, by no way is it going to disappear or stop. It's going to continue. Okay, okay. Yes, we also are going to continue because as you said, you know, the, we, we are uh, already recovering from the pandemic and uh, we are back to business in, in that sense. Um, also also with, uh, with events, especially um, sorry if I opened the promo window again, but um, Cloud Expo uh, Europe taking place on the 11th of May. Um, what what do you think do technology events? What role do you think technology events uh, do play for for a place like Frankfurt? Well, I think they're, they're, for us they are very important. Why? Because as I mentioned before, Frankfurt is often perceived as a place. It has an airport and a lot of banks. 
Um, and, and to have tech events based in Frankfurt, I think helps us uh, spread the word that there is much more to, to do and see um, in terms of business in the Frankfurt Rhine mine area. Um, you know, uh, AI, um, cybersecurity. We are one of the main clusters in Europe in cybersecurity. Uh, this is a major topic in the Frankfurt Rhine mine area. Uh, uh, albeit uh, a, a lot of the competence is based around the Darmstadt University. And it helps us putting the Rhine-Main region in context with the city of Frankfurt and the competence that we have in the greater Frankfurt Rhine-Main region, put it in connection uh, with the city of Frankfurt and the international airport, which makes it so easy for foreign company to, uh, to, access, to, to, to access that, 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 that ecosystem. So, um, I think for us, it's incredibly important to have these tech events. Um, I mean, Frankfurt is, is also known, I should, shouldn't forget that, that you know, Frankfurt's known for the trade fairs. I mean, we've been having you know, the, big, the big B2B and sometimes B2C trade fairs in Frankfurt for hundreds of years, for centuries almost. Um, mm -hmm. And um, so it's a place where foreign business people come together to do business and moving on from our tradition of chemical industries and car industry and moving on to the tech sector, I think is a step into the future that uh, is very appropriate and um, is very important for Frankfurt and the Rhine-Main area. Excellent, excellent. Paul, do you wanna uh, close uh, the interview? Yeah, um, apart from all of these great things, what do you think is one of the crown jewels of the region? If anybody ever comes to the region, which place should they go to and what you think the traditional dish people should try to eat? Traditional dish? Well, I mean, there's, you, <laughs> you, you will have to do me a great favor and try the local apple wine. Huh? It's, a, it's the Frankfurt version of cider. And, you know, believe me, I have a lot of foreign uh, guests uh, that I look after, and they all struggle with cider at first. It's an acquired taste. So if you want to do me a big favor, try at least two or three of those apple wines before you give up, because it is kind of a different taste. It takes a while to get used to, but it's well worth it. Uh, it's got less calories than other alcoholic drinks, very refreshing, and it really is local. You only get it in Frankfurt or the Rhine-Main area. Uh, favorite places to go? Uh, impossible, impossible to point out any sort of specific area. But since we're talking about apple wine, um, people often don't realize that the Frankfurt Rhine Main area is also well known for its wine. And there's a number of wine growing regions, uh, the, the, the Rheingau area or the Rhein-Hessen area or the... Um, the uh, a little bit further south, the so-called Bergstraße. There's a number of wine growing regions. And if you are at a conference in Frankfurt, you can just hop in a car and within 20 minutes, you can have an absolutely wonderful meal or a wine tasting in the wine region. Um, and it's just, you know, 20 minutes from downtown Frankfurt and something that people normally don't connect with the city of Frankfurt that is believed to be, you know, this big financial center with an airport, but get out there, enjoy the wine, enjoy the food. It's absolutely amazing. And all my foreign guests always rave about it. 
in particular the Riesling, um, and it's so close to the city. Give it a try. Okay, great. Is there anything you would like to leave for the generations to come? This is your this is your moment. You can even impact some wise words for the younger for the younger generations out there, or for uh, for the for the global uh, business community looking at Frankfurt and maybe yeah. considering. Well, shall I come? Shall I not come? <laughs> uh, well, it, well, thanks for giving me that opportunity. But and I I really think that this is a place for and of the future. Why do I say that? I mentioned before, this is one of the most international places in the world. People here in Frankfurt don't care where you're from or what accent do you have. There's a lot of German accents. In Frankfurt, nobody cares if you have a northern or a southern accent. Uh, if you're from Asia, if you're from the United States, people do not care. You will be accepted. So I think, I think it's this modern lifestyle of um, internationality, where you want to meet international people, where you want to mingle with international people, and where you want to be able to travel to other places throughout the world easily without making a big fuss about, you know, going for the weekend somewhere in a foreign country. This is a place where the next generation can live this lifestyle of internationality and of being connected to the rest of the world. Um, I think it's very attractive. By the way, that's the reason why I'm here um, and why after my time in Paris and my time in Sydney and Melbourne and London, I've decided to settle in Frankfurt. It's for me, this is, this is where it's at. And I can tell you that my kids, age 17 and 19, um, they love it. And they love exactly that, the international flair, but not a me mega city, um, but at the same time, international, open, friendly. Um, I think that's what everybody's enjoying. Great words. Okay, and uh, with that, we close the interview. Um, Paul? Thank you so much, Eric. It was a pleasure having you here. Looking forward to see you in a few weeks. Yes, see you in Frankfurt. Drop by and maybe grab a glass of cider with... Apple wine. Uh, apple wine. Yes. Apple wine, sorry. Apple wine with Eric <laughs> at the Cloud Expo. On the 11th and 12th. Will be will be my pleasure to um, to host you um, uh, and uh, and for sure Apple Wine will be my shout. Um, that is a given. Excellent. Okay, and feel free to reach out to Eric and his team if you want to get involved in Frankfurt. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Cheers.